This is the Freedom Ring. Wednesday, July, what is it, the 13th, then? Yeah, already. Welcome to the show. Yep. If you're watching live on Rumble, hello to you. Thanks for accessing the uh, the link, freedomringshow.com. Make sure you give us a like and a share, regardless of the platform you get in the show. Uh, on today's show, the latest comedy stylings from the U.S. Agency of International Development. That's right there in the comedy business. <laughs> Made me laugh anyway, what they were trying to say. Uh, plus, more proof Democrats absolutely hate rules. Michael Moore is back with an anti uh, anti-gun 28th Amendment. We'll look into that and uh, what the masses are saying about the electric vehicles being crammed down our throats and gas stations. And who's, um, who's going to attempt to do away with them? <laughs> and we already had a hint on the other show. It's not Joe Biden. Although it'd be easy to assume it was. It's not. But anyway. Um, I was reminded this morning of exactly why I wanted to start every show or, or podcast uh, with these moments of faith. And um, it's because I want to show personally, I can't speak for Bill, but I want to show people that might still be on the fence with God, you know, allowing God into their lives, how cool he is. You know what I mean? And how cool life experiences are when you know that he's the one delivering them. Uh, and if you've already, you know, received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're already on board, when you already know what I'm talking about. But I woke up today feeling anxious because I didn't have anything to talk about in this segment. Because usually you know, I'll go about the day and I'll uh, send myself a text. I'll make mental note. I'll jot something down if there's something I can that triggers a thought that I might want to share with the audience. And then I'll go home and... I'll look up some uh, Bible scripture to see if I can find something to associate it with. And then I come up with these, and hopefully they're inspiring for for people. Um, But then after scrolling through Facebook this morning, again, I still didn't have a message for today. And then seeing a random meme about not living anxiously for, for everything is on God's time, and when it is, it's perfect followed by another inspirational talk that I listened to about not being anxious. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I'm seeing a theme here. All within like eight minutes. God is like, yeah. Hello, All right. testing, one, two, this, three. This is the message coming right to me. Um, and the message was, if you're going to you know, trust in God for anything, then do that. Don't be anxious. Trust in him, but you have to be patient. And then uh, I saw in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made, be, be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And what I got out of that is basically say your prayer and let him have it. And... Don't worry about it. Stop being so anxious, you know? And that's the hard part for human beings. Uh, Don't stop caring or pursuing whatever it is that you're praying for. And let's say it's a job. That's not to say just because you said a prayer for a new job doesn't mean you go back to sleep on the couch for 17 days. That means you send it to God. 
and you could keep pursuing your new job or whatever that thing is, that new life partner that you're looking for or whatnot. Um, but don't be so anxious about it as he will deliver when it's supposed to be delivered. And his timeline is not ours. Exactly. He doesn't even care about time. It's just whenever he, I don't know, whenever he decides. Don't, be, don't beat yourself up over it. Just let it go. Ask and wait. Let it happen. Yeah. Because he will deliver. You just need to be patient. And if you're uh, having trouble finding what it is you're looking for, are you looking too hard? <clears throat> Excuse me. As was the case this morning with me. He dropped the message right in my lap. I, you know, I was anxious. I was looking too hard. And all of a sudden, boom, it's right there. I'm like, okay, stop. <laughs> Let him bring it to me, you know? Yep. And when it comes to those of us uh, praying for our country, hoping the deep state releases its claws on, on the world, is, is it not happening right in front of us? Is he not turning things around right in front of us right now? When you're in the middle of it, I don't know, what is it with us? You know, like you just said. We're impatient. Not, are you not seeing it? But we, we're impatient, but I mean, you're right. It's happening. I see stuff every single right. day, but it doesn't feel... Because we we live in a now society. We want it done now. We want you know? to check it off the list and move on. When right? I when I'm on my phone, I uh, and if I if if I don't get to my destination within two clicks of hitting the app, <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> like, and that applies to every aspect of our lives. I believe if it's not now, we're gone, or we're on to another thought. We are so pathetic, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> but that's why he's reminding us. Yeah. Stop being so anxious. Relax. Give it to me. I got it. I mean, look at the yeah. decisions made by the Supreme Court in the last two weeks before their hiatus. We've got people standing up all, all over the globe. Right now, yeah. Challenging the, their governments. The uprisings yeah. in countries around the world. The states preparing to overturn their elections. Um, the information being leaked from Hunter's laptop. This is more than a leak now. It's like a, a, a constant, uh, the faucet is, is open. This list goes on. Are we not seeing it right in front of us right now? Granted, we all want it now, like Bill was saying, but it's a process, and we've got to trust God. Yeah. It's handled, and he's got it all mapped out. Then uh, I want to wrap up with uh, Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. That's it. That says it right there, man. And I woke up this morning like... <laughs> I don't, I don't. And he just said, dude, seriously, relax. <laughs> yeah. Pick up. I got a meme waiting for you. Read the meme and press play on this audio. There it is, brother. I got you. I got you. All right. So I wanted to share that specifically with people that uh, and that's why we do this segment at the start of the show, because if you find interest in what we're talking about later in the show, I want to make sure that God's at the front of the show to remind you that he's needed right now in our society and we need him. He's present, yeah. you know, and neither of us are holy rollers. I keep saying this. We're, we're not, just people. Who we're not Bible Christ. thumpers, yeah. you know. We're just Christian dudes. We've got tons of mistakes in our past, and yeah. it, it's just a couple of things have happened. More than a couple of things have happened in my life personally. It just had me go, "All right." <laughs> not only was that really cool, 
but that had to be God because there's no yeah. other explanation for it. Yeah, I've had those things. Yeah. And I told the story before when I was, uh, after I got fired in Milwaukee and I, I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. This is like the first major sign that God had it. And that's when I stepped back and I said, all right, I'm, I'm done just going to church just for the sake of going to church you know, occasionally, you know. Uh, although by then we were already taking our kids every weekend. So, I mean, it, it already started, but I really wasn't paying attention. I was daydreaming in church. I was that average guy. All right, I'm here because the kids are supposed to be here. and You know, I'll admit it. I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to every word that's said, and I'm applying it to some aspect of my life that I, I feel it needs to be applied to. And, man, it works. But when I got fired in Milwaukee, and then he gave me a, a, a severance check, the day that my first... It was like, what, four months later? The day that I started... I'm sorry, no. The day that we deposited my first paycheck of that next job after I moved to Fort Wayne is the day that that severance check ran out. I was technically never unemployed mm-hmm. when you when you want to look at it financially. He had me, he had me, my wife and my our kids covered that whole time. And I just stood and looked at that and wow, kind of reminds it's me pretty of, cool. of when I uh, was trying to sell a house and there's always that uh, stress of you know, I found a house I want to buy, but when I'm ready to buy it, will I have my house sold so that I can have then yeah, money yeah. to go buy the one that I, you know. I know that window. And the same thing happened to me, just like what you described. Boom, boom, done. It's amazing yeah. when that stuff happens. And you know it's God. But what'd you do? You beat yourself up over it. You were worrying, worried sick. Actually, I, if I remember right, this is a long time ago, but uh, I don't remember being stressed about it. And it did. It just kind of... So then you did turn it over. See, I didn't. I didn't realize it until afterwards. Yeah. And but, I was like, wait a minute. Because my wife called me and she goes, uh, I just... you realize? Yeah. Because <laughs> the wife and kids were still in Milwaukee. And she goes, you realize your, your check just got deposited? I'm like, cool. She goes, no, our, our check... The severance check just ran out, like, as of today, and your check just got deposited. And I was like, yeah, yep. It's pretty cool. And for me... I like sharing that story, because, again, if you're on the fence, give him a shot. He created you anyway. Give him a shot. Welcome him back in, man. Yep. And uh, for me, I've, I've said this several times now, that uh, for me, faith is has gotten a lot easier, <clears throat> having faith in God, because... We're at a point where we can't do anything about any of this. What we see every day, what can we do other than pray and trust God, right? So it's really grown my faith, that's for sure. And with the amount of evil we've seen the last two years, and then again, seeing things start to turn around, you know he's here, so. Yep. But speaking of evil, a majority of Democrats... (laughs) What a segue! What are you saying? A majority of Democrats have an unfavorable view of the Supreme Court, and they want it abolished. Well, that shouldn't be a shocker, because the Supreme Court is making decisions that combat their sadistic beliefs. If the Supreme Court was making decisions that favored insanity, perversity, and chaos, I would imagine the Democrats would uh, probably love the Supreme Court. 
a new national telephone telephone and online survey by Rasmussen and the um, uh, the Heartland Institute finds that 52% of likely U.S. voters view the Supreme Court favorably, 43% view the Supreme Court unfavorably, and in the wake of a recent string of decisions strengthening the Second Amendment, reining in the power of the EPA, and ending the constitutional right to an abortion, Democratic voters mostly disapprove of the Supreme Court. Most Democrats view the Supreme Court as racist and discriminatory, discriminatory against women. Which raises this question. Ding. Do you or do you not now know what a woman is? <laughs> because up until recently, you guys couldn't figure it out, or certain people on the left couldn't figure it out. What is a woman? But if you're going to say that the Supreme Court is discriminatory against women, that tells me that you now know what a woman is. What lane are you in? Oh, my gosh. They always knew what a woman was, and they're just playing pretend, right? It's, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm proud to say I don't know the answer to that question. I can't relate. I know what a woman is. Yeah, I do too. I know that there's only two genders and there will never be more than two genders. God gave a positive and a negative, a left and a right, an up and a down, an in and an out. And on and an off. And male and female. That's it. Animals don't have... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they don't have to think about it. It's like... <laughs> oh, it's painful, isn't it? And let's see. They also favor either packing the court by adding extra justices or replacing the existing court with democratically elected justices. Transla- translation, see things our way yeah. or don't exist. That's the only question they have for them. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah, sounds like something Adolf Hitler would have said. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of like negates those coexist bumper stickers. I don't want to see them ever again. Coexist? <laughs> the people that are, they have no interest in coexisting. No, only on their terms. <clears throat> uh, Eddie Blake is online tweeting, I have an unfavorable view of Democrats. I want them abolished. I also want all rhinos abolished. Um. I will say, and I have said this before, I have heard good ideas on both sides of the of the fence, both both sides of the aisle. I just don't trust the system. This isn't just a slam on Democrats. This is a slam on rhinos. This is a slam on the entire system. Yeah, um, I've heard Democrats speak and go, eh, "That's a decent idea. Maybe we could." Uh find someone to have a discussion about that, polish the idea, make it a little bit better, and uh, that way it serves everybody. But then they come back and say, what do you mean make it a little bit better? Uh, right here. What do you mean adjust? <laughs> not tweaking anything. And that goes for the right, too. That goes for the Republicans, too. They don't want to play ball. <laughs> because the, most of them are Democrats. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> It's just insane. It's all organized crime, and I'm going to stay with that. Yep, you're right. Now, uh, your friend Liz Liz Cheney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you guys go way yeah, back. Yeah, we went to prom together. And her star witness, Cassidy Hutchinson. They are facing some serious questions following their testimony last week. Uh, Hutchinson, of course, a former aide to White House Chief of Staff, Uh, Mark Meadows testified before the committee during a special hearing on Tuesday last week. 
Many of her allegations against Trump have been refuted since then, uh, being said uh, they're outright lies. A new report reveals that Hutchinson went into hiding, though, with her family in a security detail after her, her testimony almost two weeks ago. Actually, I was thinking it was last week. I guess it was a week before, wasn't it? Uh, the New York Times reported uh, Hutchinson as unemployed and sequestered with family and a security detail. I wonder what she's in hiding from. Is she? Well, like, she was afraid? called out for. I mean, the Secret Service called her out, saying uh, everything that she said took place in the vehicle with uh, Donald Trump reaching for the steering wheel and. And just coming unhinged and uh, acting like we see Joe Biden acting on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he did. Um, and then everyone that was in the vehicle said, uh, "Okay, a she wasn't in the vehicle. How would she know? B we were in the vehicle, and he never did that. By the way, we'd be willing to testify." And I think it's this the, the contention. Maybe it's the embarrassment of being called out. She doesn't want any interviews whatsoever. Yeah, she doesn't want to further this, and she probably shouldn't have said yes to the testimony at all. And also, if you remember right, Cheney displayed a handwritten note. Hutchinson testified she wrote after Meadows handed her a note card and pen to take his dictation. This according to ABC News. Eric Hirschman, though, a former Trump White House lawyer, claimed the note was written by him. Hutchinson testifying about the note said, that's a note that I wrote at the direction of the chief of staff on January the 6th, likely around 3 o'clock. It's written on the chief of staff note card, but that's your handwriting, Miss Hutchinson? Cheney then asked. That's my handwriting, Hutchinson answered. And uh, the the end says uh, it's doubtful that Hutchinson will be charged with lying to Congress. Of course not. Why would she be charged with lying to them? Well, she said yes to come to the aid yeah. of the of the left that's, you know, trying to do away with Donald Trump, so they're not going to charge her with anything. Yeah. She played ball. That's right. But she's if if she's in they, hiding right now, it's got to be <clears throat> excuse me because she's uh, completely embarrassed by being called out. Well, they still need her. They have this narrative floating out there and they can't differ from that narrative right? or is this being concocted so people back away from her and stop focusing on how much she lied yeah i don't trust anything that this committee <clears throat> i don't pl- trust what they're saying <clears throat> man excuse me <clears throat> must have got the covid again <clears throat> <laughs> Seems to be going around. Man, 17 boosters. You think I would have I sh- shed it by now? Um, I don't buy what they're saying. I don't buy how they're going about anything. The, I mean, this whole Steve Bannon. Do you think he's... If, if, if they put him up there, are they going to even put him on live TV? I can't see them spineless SOBs doing that. Well, the judge has limited what he's even allowed to talk about. They're not going to let him talk about any of the things he wants to talk about. The Biden administration announcing another $1.7 billion in aid to Ukraine. Why? Because you're rich and you can afford it. You're enjoying life backpedaling or back, doing the backstroke in your pool and 
just drowning in money. Well, they got a few deep underground military bases there. They, they have a few little holes that they can stick some more money. Right. A few more billion, you know. <laughs> uh, this brings the total taxpayer money, U.S. taxpayer money, on the proxy war uh, to more than $65 billion since Russia invaded. The, uh, the additional aid was announced yesterday and is partially sponsored by the U.S. Agency of International Development. This would be the comedy skit I was alluding to at the top of the show because it's actually funny in a very miserable way. They're trying to justify their spending our money. Um, the USAID says the additional funding will provide emergency food and cash assistance... Uh, how, how are they caring about your food? Oh, that's right. They're burning down food processing plants. And cash assistance. What does that mean? Yeah. Financial aid. Safe drinking water, accessible shelter, logistical support, humanitarian coordination and protection, emergency health care, including me- uh, mental health care, and support for survivors uh, survivors of gender-based violence. The funding is in addition support Additional support for activities aimed at specifically alleviating shelter concerns during the com- uh, coming winter months. Um, did, it's a crock. Did, didn't Texas have last winter or two winters ago? Th- then they was there a freeze out in Texas? Did did any of these people get help? Come to the Texas uh, our our friends in Texas their their aid? Come on, man, that's anti-American. <laughs> right. <laughs> Haven't you been listening to Biden? Dummy me. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll help out Ukraine's citizens freezing, but yeah, a couple winters ago when we had that same problem in Texas, uh, yeah, I don't remember any of this happening. The provi- maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. The provision of cash will offset increased heating costs through the purchase of fuel for electricity. Does that mean fossil fuels are needed for electricity? We'll have to ask Obama about that. Fuel for electricity. Plus materials for light renovations and the distribution of thermal blankets and winter clothing and shoes, especially for children and the elderly. Meanwhile, more and more Americans are taking out microloans to buy groceries and to afford gas. How does that feel? Ukraine is getting um, $1.7 billion more. We're just about at the $65 billion mark. And you're having trouble paying rent. Thanks, Joe. Biden says this habitual spending on Ukraine will continue indefinitely. We are going to support Ukraine as long as it takes, he says. After all... What do you do for a business associate who's got you by the balls? You launder money from your own citizens to pay for your illegal dealings. Actually, that wasn't the direct quote. I came up with the last part myself. I mean, doesn't it infuriate you what they're doing with our taxes? And we, I think it's time we all stand up. Of course, I'm not a tax advisor, but for me, I feel like it's time to stand up and not pay taxes anymore because we're enabling this corruption, right? Or just be heard and be seen and be noticed. Which, by the way, brings me to a uh, 
You can drop an email on the show if you want to weigh in on anything we talk about. We'll we'll put your comment on. Freedomringshow at gmail.com. And then Rukas left a comment at our Rumble page because we were talking about all the uprisings in uh, Sri Lanka, uh, China. Yeah. Uh, is there one in Italy? Yeah, there's one. In, they're, they're all over the place. But yeah, Italy also. And I uh, I was asking, when do we stand up? And again, if there's a protest, we have said repeatedly, peaceful. Peaceful. No baseball bats. No guns. No, no bricks, knives. No bricks. <laughs> peaceful. All right? Peaceful. Yeah. But when do we go to Washington and march, you know, the Capitol and, 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 and be heard because of everything that's being taken from us? Um, and then Ruckus, or Rukus, if you think there needs to be an uprising, why don't you get off your ass and lead it? To which I responded, well, we'd love to, but we're kind of here doing what the mainstream media isn't. And that is echoed by Neil Oliver. He's a UK commentator for the GB News Network and discusses and connects the Sri Lanka protests, the uprising in the Netherlands, and the aligned protest in Poland, Italy, Germany, and much of the European con- uh, continent. Noting the Praetorian Guards for the Western politicians, a.k.a. the Western media, are doing everything they can to ignore the global scale of the popular uprisings that are directly connected to the globalist agenda of the World Economic Forum and their Build Back Better orders to the Western politicians. The media ignores these issues until it reaches a point like Sri Lanka where it can no longer be ignored. So to answer Ruckus's question... We'd love, I would love, if, if it was promised to be peaceful, would have no problem going to an, uh, you know, uh, a demonstration like that. Just to let the powers that be, hey man, we're done. We're done with the crime. We're done with the illegal, uh, the all the illegalities that are happening in our government. It's so blatantly obvious. But it's going to take more than w- one person you or me, it takes a whole pile of people to organize. But that's kind of what we're doing by exposing these stories that mainstream media is not touching, so we are kind of... Informing folks of what's going on. Part of the uprising. We're doing our part. Let me ask Ruckus. You know, I don't have a baseball bat, nor would I. I, Let's let's ask Ruckus what he's doing, okay? Right. We're kind of trying to do good here. Doing the best we can. Uh, especially with the time that we have available. Um, many are questioning how long the CDC can continue presenting itself as a reputable institution in recent months. The <laughs> CDC, yeah, I just kind of ran right by that. I mean, I look at them, the CDC and FDA, they're massively corrupt, and if you can't see it, open your eyes. CDC because, and reputable. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two words that don't go in the same sentence. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do you remember when you used to want to go on a, a flight or go go out of town, especially if you were going out of the country, and you would check, you would go to the CC, CDC website, see if there was any alerts. Uh, if you're going to this country, be careful because they've got this disease, and then blah, 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 blah. You know, I never really went to the website for it. I was just kind of aware. When I went to China, I did that. Uh, went there, you know, seeing if there was any information. Um, now... That would be the furthest thing from my mind. Right, yeah. I would probably trust going to the CCP before I would be (laughs) the CDC. (laughs) I would just just call CCP directly. Hey, you guys got any health issues going on over there? 
I can't trust the CDC. <laughs> They, uh, they are a key arm of the Biden administration. They've been found guilty of promoting false information, spying on Americans, and they've disrupted the economic and education sectors by pushing these mandates that, that studies show to be ineffective and for many actually quite dangerous. Even Twitter attached a warning to a CDC study stating the warning was part of its campaign to limit potentially harmful and misleading content. The Epic Times reports that newly obtained emails confirm that CDC changed its definition for both vaccine and vaccinated. Yep, right in the middle, midstream of um, of COVID. They, because they, they just fit their own itinerary, exactly. not their itinerary, but their um, their agenda. Their agenda. Uh, <clears throat> people pointing out that definitions did not seem to apply to the COVID nineteen vaccines. At least this is the reason they were saying. They changed it. Rep. Thomas Massey of Kentucky tweeted, The CDC has been busy at the Ministry of Truth, posting the definitions and how they've changed. And, for example, these are the definition changes. Uh, Pre-2015, the definition of vaccination is injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. And then in 2015 uh, through 2021, they changed the definition of vaccination uh, as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. And then in 2021, last year, vaccination, the definition, definition changed again, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. So that tells me just about anything could be labeled a vaccination. I mean, any kind of a pill that you take for a symptom. Aspirin? Aspirin. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Aspirin. (laughs) Or or vitamin D3. Could that not be a vaccination? What are you taking, man? Oh, I'm just vaccinating myself. (laughs) What is it? It's D3. Vitamin C. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe even going out in the sun is yeah. considered a vaccination. I'll vaccinate myself, man. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go down to Florida and vaccinate. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We don't do vacations anymore. We can do vaccinations. Remember, uh, for those that were watching The Sopranos and Polly Walnuts always had that that uh, that shiny silver thing, and he'd, he'd tan his face while sitting out in front of the uh, Satriales. <laughs> what's what's Polly doing? He's vaccinating himself. <laughs> I got to flip over now. Yeah. Time to do my back. What are you doing? Uh, burnt myself vaccinating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the insanity of it all. Alicia Downs, an official with the CDC, sent an email in August 2021 noting the definition of vaccine we have posted is problematic. And people are using the. Wasn't until you touched it. (laughs) People are using it to claim the COVID 19 vaccine is not a vaccine based on our own definition. (laughs) So, gotta beat the narrative, folks. We gotta do what we gotta do. We can't change our narrative, so let's change the word and its meaning. Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to follow that up with, man. (laughs) Oh, you'll find something. (laughs) 
<laughs> What's your next story? Isn't it on Dems? No, it's no. on Michael Moore. So here oh, we well, go. There you go. It is a Dem. <laughs> a Dem wet Dem. Professional slob Michael Moore uh, proposed a new amendment to the United States Constitution. Oh, my gosh. You know where this is going. He's uh, our savior, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Savior for what? I don't know. Uh, This would erase the Second Amendment and reduce the rights of most Americans. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So do the 28th Amendment that erases the Second Amendment. Uh, Stay with me here. Okay. He said the new amendment would repeal and replace the Second Amendment that guarantees Americans the right of gun ownership. Uh, he then laid out a detailed description of what that new amendment would entail. And if you want all of it, you can go to his website. But uh, Section 1 reads, The inalienable right of a free people to be kept safe from gun violence and the fear thereof must not be infringed and shall be protected by the Congress and the states. This amendment thus repeals and replaces the Second Amendment. Section 2 Outline the restrictions that would be imposed for the few situations in which guns could be owned. He noted a national registry and licensing program allowing guns to be used for hunting, target shooting, and most rarely for self-defense. He does know that a criminal doesn't give a rat's ass what the gun was made for. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. It sounds like his amendment is completely unconstitutional. Uh, you, you can't have that gun because it's for deer hunting, sir. Oh, okay. I'm a criminal because I care. Haven't you read the Constitution? Yes. It's in the 28th Amendment. Well, then take it back. Uh, here's my receipt. I want my money back because I'm going back to living a straight and honest life. Isn't that how criminals react when they find out they can't have a gun? No, because they just, they're not going to use it for what it was made for. They they react by just shooting you. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> well, that wasn't right. Yeah, that's what we were saying to begin with. The whole way Mike? around this, the whole way around this is we all own guns, and nobody's going to shoot anybody because they're going to get shot back at. Right. right? Period. Section 3 calls for a written test and a firearm safety course, something Moore says must be updated annually. Section 4 raised the minimum uh, purchase to age of uh, the age of 25. So if that happens, that means our military. Since you can't trust them until they're the age of 25. And you can't you, you can't smoke until you're 21, so so, you know, and you, you can't do a lot of things till you're 21, but now they're saying 25, I so that means you got to wait till you're 25 to smoke. And I think it's 18 is cigarettes. Is it? 21 is alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want right. to raise this to 25... Everything should go up to 25, right? Because we're not adult enough to handle guns and right. weapons. You're certainly not adult enough to go risk your life for your country until you're 25. You so, know, I mean, if you can't have a gun to protect your own house... Right? According to the Constitution, children can carry weapons. It doesn't specify ages. They used to, and there is no problem. That's right. Until they forced Dad out of the house. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> Section 5 listed the firearms that, could, uh, that would be banned under the proposed amendment. 
Um, All of them except ours. Why is it so hard to understand that the gun violence, for the most part, happens where the already existing laws are? Take, for instance, Chicago. Gun-free zones. By doing away with guns, you're only disarming the law-abiding good people. That's right. The criminals conducting the crimes don't care what your laws are, Mike. That's what makes them criminals. Why is this so hard to... The argument makes no sense. No. Rape is illegal. Theft is illegal. Arson is illegal. People still commit them. Are they going to stop committing gun crimes because you have more laws? Come on, dude. You're smarter than that. I'm hoping. That's what makes them bad people. Yep. They, the, the guy committing the rape knows the legalities of rape. <laughs> the guy that's committing arson knows the legalities of arson. So all you're doing is taking the guns and the defense away from the good people. But we know this really isn't the argument. The no. argument is from the deep state to disarm us. To make us a weaker society so they can take over. Yeah, they have complete control over us. We see it. Yeah, duh. We know what you're up to. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. God, he's embarrassing himself again. Uh, Dems continue to take more action to make their agenda happen, even if it makes no sense at all. Oh, boy. This one is something else. Cities in California are banning the construction of new gas stations in an effort to fight this <laughs> fake climate change. Yeah. yeah, I said fake climate change. Despite record high gas prices and the lack of... But we've got plenty of charging stations here. <laughs> yeah. Because electric vehicles are the future. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that story next. Uh, but the lack of scientific evidence that banning gas stations in... California will have any effect on global temperatures. California, you say? Yeah, in California. That would How be uh, Mr. Newsom, I think. How weird this story is coming from California. In 2020, just weeks after the state suffered rolling blackouts due to a lack of wind and solar power, Governor Newsom there announced that the state would ban the sale of gas-powered vehicles in 2035 in favor of electric vehicles alone. Analysts warn that Newsom's mandate could put gas stations, most of which are small businesses, out of commission while destroying 32,000 jobs currently held by auto mechanics who work on traditional internal combustion engines. Hey, Florida, we got more people coming. (laughs) Yeah, you better get some more houses built. Hurry up. Oh, my Lord. Moreover, recent investigations have found that one in four electric vehicle charging stations in the sympathetic San Francisco Bay Area, (laughs) where where the homeless are taking dumps in aisle eight of the grocery store and they're allowed to. This fits right in. One in four are out of order. They're out of order, and there's hardly any electric vehicle. Well, I guess California has more electric vehicles than what the rest of the country does. But one in four. 
and, and this is uh, San Francisco. Isn't that where uh, Pelosi? That's that's her backyard. That's her, that's her crowd. Yeah. <laughs> but they probably got a lot of Rus- Russian whiskey down there. Uh, or, or vodka, I should say. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. If whiskey's from Russia, they got yeah, that too. Yeah, they got it all. <laughs> Wine. <laughs> they got more more vodka there than they do gasoline. Pills. <laughs> yeah. Crystal meth. On an EV road trip by Wall Street Journal from New Orleans to Chicago, uh, their trip almost this person's trip almost ended in disaster because of the uh, the charging stations. California has the highest gas prices in the nation, thanks to a variety of additional taxes and regulations it imposes on fuel. The but states, but you're, you'll be happy to know that Ukraine just got another $1.7 well, yeah, of your cash. So yeah, not on a sleep better right? knowing that. <laughs> the state's uh, climate change policies have largely failed to affect global climate, where China continues to grow its emissions. Hey, man, as long as Ukraine's taken care of. I mean, let's put our priorities in order here. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Got to have that uh, Ukraine. That That's uh, that's their vacation home, right? So let's go from uh, the, the insanity of one coast to the insanity of the other coast. Two men tied to Mexican cartels were arrested in New York City after being caught with approximately $1.2 million of crystal meth, but were released just one day later due to the soft-on-crime policies. Where was this? Uh, New York City. New Sounds York like City. San Francisco, okay. but no. <clears throat> we're 3,000 miles away in New York City here. Luis Estrada and Carlos Santos drove a van from California. Oh, there is a California tie-in. To New York with about... <laughs> 165 pounds of crystal meth that authorities believe originated in Mexico. I can almost put my money on the fact that they just came before going to San Francisco or uh, I'm sorry, California, regardless of what city. They probably came up from the southern border. I'm assuming. I don't know this for fact. 165 pounds of crystal meth. These people have no fear, no conscience. How do you drive? If you're driving nonstop, it's, what, a three-day trip? Probably. About? Probably, yeah. How do you drive that far? I mean, obviously, you could do crystal meth and stay up that whole time, but... What are you talking about? I mean, Biden bust them there for free. But... (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's right. They're on the back of the bus. It probably gave them also... Gave them all Going to New York, man. (laughs) Yeah. Don't look in my suitcase. Here's your cell phone. Here's your crystal meth. (laughs) Right. How many pounds? Oh, you want 200 pounds. No, 165. I'm not greedy, man. (laughs) Come on now, Joel. I tell you what, you take the rest and give it to your son, Hunter, okay? Yeah, he needs it. (laughs) But (laughs) seriously, traveling with 165 pounds of anything, let's just say it's pot, all the way across the country, the person that does that doesn't give a damn. No. (laughs) Does not care. Let alone crystal meth? 
Anyway, they were released after doing that. They were released after just one day because the two could only be charged with second degree criminal possession of a controlled substance. Meth is not classified as a narcotic based on an outdated drug law in the state of New York. Bridget Brennan is the New York City special narcotics prosecutor. And she says, quote, the failure to include methamphetamine crimes among bail eligible offenses was probably an oversight. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Whoops. Whoa. (laughs) Well, we can't remember everything. How many years of law school did you go to to come to that conclusion? At the time the bail laws were changed, New York City was not a distribution hub for methamphetamine. Well, it is now. The seizure of ongoing struggle um, to control meth in New York City is a constant concern for officials. In a recent report released by the New York State Department of Health, deaths involving methamphetamine spiked from 0.3% per 100,000 residents in 2016 to 1.7 per 100,000 in 2020. That is a 400% increase, if my math is correct. Again, where are we living? Well, we're going to... We talked before about, uh, you know, gasoline stations, a no-no, a big no-no in California. And... uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago we had your niece on here, mm-hmm. uh, the battery girl. Yeah. Uh, that knows her stuff about batteries. She's in the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, this brings us to this story. The reason we had her on is because everything that's being fed to us in the mainstream media is just not accurate, not even close to being accurate. It kind of brings us to this story. Um, people are not buying EVs, electric vehicles. They're not buying them. And I think it's because the the average American, the average citizen, is smart enough to know this this isn't. I mean, a little bit of research and a bit of common sense brings you to this conclusion. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, no. A long time ago, I had. I'm going back probably 20 years ago. That I, I thought it just occurred to me. I, wouldn't it be cool to have an electric car and get a solar system on top of your house? You know, plug the thing in. It doesn't cost you anything. You know, we get the energy from the sun for free. That's when he was being inspired by me, Al Gore, and all my genius thoughts. (laughs) No, it was more like, I want to save some money. Well, you know. That's not really the, 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 that's not our goal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The goal is for us to have the money. Yeah, yeah. You dumb ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyway, uh, my whole idea kind (laughs) of went right down the ground because none of it makes any sense anymore. Um, You know, you got to, in my case, a solar system, at least 50 grand because I use so much juice in what I do every day. Uh, And then you got to buy the car. Well, let me get into the story. Well, you wouldn't have to use so much juice if you would just quit. Well, I could get, I could get like a. Why work, Bill? Well, I, I could always get me like a gasoline power generator to provide the electricity, right? To charge my car, or, or, Al Gore. No, no, no. no. Just keep the gas operated car. Yeah, right, right. 
Exactly. And that's the conclusion I've come to. I've decided when I get a new car or a newer car, I'm not even going to get a hybrid. I'm just going to get a straight gas car because even a hybrid is loaded with the batteries and a buddy of mine had to replace batteries. And I think he said that it was going to be like a, I thought he said an $8,000 project. Uh, to get him replaced, and him and his buddy ended up doing it themselves for 3500 But still, how often are these batteries going to go bad where you have to replace them? They don't know. The you people know? telling you to do this don't know. So the biggest reason people are uh, not buying electric cars has been revealed in a new survey. A survey discovered that charging logistics is the primary reason why Americans are not buying electric vehicles. Consumer Reports, which said it surveyed around 8,000 Americans, found that 61% said they wouldn't seek to own an electric vehicle because of charging logistics, while 55% cited the number of miles a vehicle can go per charge is another reason. And another 52% said that the cost of buying and maintaining an electric vehicle are cost prohibitive. Another 46% of the respondents stated that they've not heard of any financial incentives available for owners of electric vehicles. Only 14%... That's because all the cash went over to Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) Right, they don't have the incentive. (laughs) Only 14% of American drivers say they would definitely buy or lease an electric-only vehicle if they were in the market for a new car right now. That is up, though, 4% from 2020. According to Kelly Blue Book, the average price of a new electric vehicle is roughly fifty-six grand. They're saying. In contrast, the average price of a new compact was about twenty-five grand. At about the same time, the average price of a new non-electric SUV was thirty-four grand, and the electric version was forty-five grand. (sighs) Meanwhile, a recent report from. Data analysis and advisory from Can I JD. Stop you right there when we're yeah. talking car prices. Yeah, this makes me sick that the <laughs> the inflation throughout the years. My my dad, I don't know why I remember this, but my dad in 1977 bought a brand new Lincoln Town car loaded to the gills, nine thousand dollars. Yeah, and now you're buying compact cars. For nearly thirty, I remember in the nine thousand for one of the nicest yeah. ve- nicest luxury vehicles out there, loaded. Yeah, nine grand. I remember my grandmother buying one in the early seventies. She bought a, one of those ugly Gremlins, and I think it was like thirty four hundred, thirty five, right. maybe four grand, something like that. Early seventies, brand spanking new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's groceries right now <laughs> for some people. <laughs> And why there's this word we call inflation. Why is there inflation? That would lead me back to the central banks. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to ditch them because our lives, all of our lives... Will be Other so countries are doing it. They're doing it and, and living better. From, from what I'm hearing, some of those other countries are no longer paying taxes because they've done away with the deep state they've done away with the central banks they've they've gone to their uh the other form of currency i don't i can't speak gold for backed gold backed yeah is that what's backing yeah. it all yeah gold for these currency. particular countries god's I, currency yeah it, i just stopped uh, wait, wait what there there's people on planet earth right now in countries a lot less fortunate than the united states that are no longer paying taxes 
Yep. That's that's where the st- I, my thought process stopped right there. Uh, you think about how much mo- more money you would have if we didn't have to pay taxes because, you know, a lot of people don't realize. And what's it being used for? You know damn well, you know, yeah. that's, oh, state taxes, they go to your roads and the education. Really? Bull, bull crap. <laughs> I, I've seen the products of public schools. Yeah. I've seen the idiots that are in there trying to indoctrinate your kids. And they don't go to the roads and because if, that all comes from gas tax. Drive drive to. through Michigan, it's obviously it's a not, mess. Is when I drive north from Cincinnati yeah. to Detroit, this is no, <laughs> no lie, my son was sleeping in the passenger back, uh, back seat. I think I've told you this before. You did. <laughs> We're driving, we're driving. You know, I think my wife is going through the cell phone. The kids are in the back seat sleeping. The second, and I'm not even exaggerating, we passed the mission. It says, Welcome to Michigan. Because I 75 northbound throughout the majority of uh, Ohio is like a silk shirt, man. It's just nice and smooth. You get to the Toledo area, it starts to change a little bit. But right when it says, uh, I was going to say, say yes to Michigan. That was their old slogan back in the day. Welcome to Michigan. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. My dad, or my dad, my uh, son goes, Dad, did we just enter Michigan? He just kind of like looked open with one eye. Did we just enter Michigan? I said, yes, we did. Did you hear that communication? He could hear it. Yeah. And I need a front-end alignment every time I come back. <laughs> Those roads, especially in southeast Michigan, suck. Yeah. They're not... I don't even think my friends and relatives are aware of how horrible... I think they've just become accustomed and used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to keep Well, no, off, electric man. cars, too. Get a little worked up on these topics. I, I mean, I've, I've read that, you know, they can control you easier with an electric car because they have a computer in there and they can just send signals to cut your ignition if they don't want you. But they can do that with gas cars, too, because they all have computers as well. Uh, that's true. They all have computers. So there's going to be an underground market for that. You know, I can fix that for you, you know, supper, hacked software upgrades. I also read the other day that uh, what they're doing in some of these electric cars is if you have an electric uh, heated seat... Mm-hmm. That just doesn't automatically come on anymore. You have to subscribe to that. 18 bucks a month. Oh, really? If you want an electric heat, or they're going to, through a software upgrade, they'll turn it off. See, that's how they nickel and dime you to death, because everything's yeah. got a little... It's only 18 bucks a month. Well, I've got... Everything's only, $18 a I've month. I've got everything that's... Just eighteen dollars a month. Just twelve bucks a oh, month. You, it's just five dollars a month. Oh, it's only a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Oh, you want to leave your house? Well, we can unlock your door for you for eighteen dollars a month. Oh, you didn't pay last month? And <laughs> you're done driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just stop where you are. Yeah, yeah, and you won't get to drive again until we get that eighteen dollars. Right. <laughs> they should make the seat cold, and you feel instead. like it. Make it make it cold instead of hot if you don't pay the bill, right? In the middle of the winter, no, they'll have all kinds of subscriptions, right? And I mean, do you really want to drive an electric vehicle? I mean, you're 18 years old. You're sitting there at the light. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> nothing. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even have the. You would just have complete silence. That's true. Like, oh, you wouldn't yeah. even have that. It'd you be. Just, you just have the look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's the? 
Yeah, it's not insane. There's no lobing going on with an electric vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? How many batteries you got? Yay! I got 35, pal. <laughs> well, I got 235. <laughs> What's your kilowatts? <laughs> Marty? 35,000. And then along comes the 200,000 kilowatt beefed up version. Uh, in a recent report from data analysis and advisory firm uh, JD Power, they found electric vehicles and plug-in hybrids may have more problems than internal combustion engines. While internal combustion engine vehicles average 175 problems per 100 vehicles i don't know if that's over the year of the over the life of the vehicle or what but anyway that number jumps to 239 among plug-in hybrids and 240 among electric vehicles i know my son has one of those is it called an id4 or something from vw it's all electric it's a little suv um and he already had a major problem with it and he he went for the lemon law and turned it back in. And? And uh, they gave him a 100%. He's smart. He got a 100% refund for everything that he spent. They gave him a 71 Barracuda. <laughs> Here, we're going to give you something that works. Wug, 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 wug. Now, he got everything back, including his interest from the bank loan. Wow. And uh, and he got, what was Is his? he still a fan? Yeah, he is. He was a 75, I think it was a 70, $7,500 discount that he got when he bought it from the government he got to keep that off of his taxes i'm sold then he, man then he went I'm, around i'm and going he, out myself today then he went around and got another one and they found one you know there was a like a i don't know a one year wait or whatever it was they found one on the side of the road <laughs> they, well they 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 he called the factory smoking or not, the, not the factory called corporate and said you know Look, I've had all this problem, blah, 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 blah. I gave him the story. And they ended up finding one for him What a, a week or two later. And he got another $7,500 rebate because he had to buy it all over again. So he, he made out on the deal, but I got a smart son. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a stupid guy. He knows how to play the game. Um, so he won. <laughs> all right, there's one story. <laughs> yeah, there's one. <laughs> if you've had a pleasant experience, tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us about it. Freedom Ring Show yeah. at Gmail. Quick stack of emails to go through. Yeah. Freedom Ring Show at Gmail, or you can just respond uh, right here on Rumble. We appreciate everybody watching every day. We're growing because you're sharing. More people are finding out about our show, so thank you so much for that. Yeah, we um, just pulled up a recent graphic of all the places on oh my gosh podcast. we're it's global yeah. yes and global. we appreciate that yeah uk are big fans so hello uk hello he's right hey, rock and roll mate <laughs> how's the queen doing is she even still there yeah tell us about the queen will yeah, you bloody, 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 bloody. we hear she's been gone for what two or three years oh here we go time to wrap up the show once he starts going into that mode. <laughs> no, we hear that she's been gone. Thank you for the donations to the show. You can click at uh, freedomringshow.com. It's that little yellow button. Yeah. Much appreciated. Uh, put God front and center. Pray for your friends and family. Pray for the country. Pray for the world. 
And together we're going to get through this. This is the Freedom Ring. I'm Matt Toluto. That's Bill Spry. Have a good rest of your day. Later!